we're starting out this year with my first podcast. And my podcast, of course, is More Than Mortgages. And I am so excited to introduce my good friends, Karen Amidon and Katherine Brown. They are a team with the Amidon team at uh, Chattahoochee Keller Williams Agency. And Karen, we met many, many years ago, and I didn't know Catherine then. So mm -hmm. I would love to hear your story of how did you meet? <laughs> well, <laughs> we, um, we have known each other for over 20 years, and, okay. and um, we, we live in the same neighborhood. We still live oh. in the same neighborhood. And um, Karen has a very interesting story. I'll let you tell that story okay. about how we actually well, met with our kids. Yeah. Um, let's just say the story has it <laughs> that... Her son bit my son on the school bus. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so that's how we met. But our kids ended up being best friends. Oh, and okay. mm -hmm. um, I taught, Odys taught, I coached Odyssey of the Mind. Yeah. And her son was on my son, on the team. And um, so we got to know each other that way. Mm -hmm. so. And then how did you hook up for real estate? Well, we actually, I did real estate. I got into real estate, mm -hmm. got my license before Catherine. She later joined um, a different company mm -hmm. um, doing different type of work. And then I kept saying, you should work with me. She's like, I don't want to work with a friend, you know, mm -hmm. worrying our friendship. Mm -hmm. would be, yeah. mm -hmm. and, um, and then, you know, um, enough alcohol. And <laughs> yeah, enough alcohol. And we had we had we had been on like our, our neighborhood swim team prior. Karen was mm -hmm. the president, I was a treasurer. So we had had our incidences of working really well and then mm -hmm. we knew how to resolve our conflict too. Yeah. So we had at least gone through through that. So um, um, when she said, you know, will you come and work for me? Um, it I did hesitate at first, but then finally I was like, Yep, yeah, let's do it. And, right. and, and so, Catherine, you were already a real estate agent, you no, said? No, my, my start was when I when I went back to work, um, I started working for a small boutique real estate firm. It was okay, a woman-owned. Okay. There were only about three agents there. Mm -hmm. It was the height of the foreclosure crisis. Okay. And so they had a contract with um, one of the asset management companies that worked with HUD. Okay. So I you was... Were busy. Yeah, I was <laughs> the list to close manager. Right, yeah. right. So, and I, didn't, I got... That was in 2010, and I was licensed in 2014. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then, Karen, your background, I know, is math, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I have a math degree. I was an actuarial yeah. analyst for wow. eight years. Decided to stay at home with the kids. Did mm -hmm. that for eight years. And... And got my real estate license. So, what, what, how did you decide on real estate coming from your background? Well, my dad was a builder, oh, okay. grew up okay. around real estate, yeah. um, and they'd had a very bad situation with the sale of a house that they didn't have. They were for sale by owners, and they ended up in litigation and twenty thousand dollars in two years, tons of worry. They were able to keep their house. Wow. Okay. So I was, I, you know, my husband came home one day and he said, you know, I've got this friend. And his partner is a real estate agent. He's making tons of money. And he said, you'd be really good at this. Yeah. Famous last words. <laughs> um, so I'm like, you know, maybe I, I should do this. And so I got my license and got into it. And yeah, mm -hmm. it was not what I was expecting. But right. I love it. At that time, a lot of math was required. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that it still isn't. Um, yeah. So I guess, how do, you, how do you separate your expertise and combine that? So what is, um, I guess, Catherine, we could start with you. What, what do you bring to the partnership? The part, it, and it, it, it the, the, the separation is really 
um, more maybe obvious when we are working with a seller with okay. a, that is a listing client. My expertise is I, um, at one point I realized, how can we make the home look as best as we possibly can? Because we, we joke that we want to win the beauty contest, but it's really it's really the war. I want to win that war. Yeah. So I, I started researching staging. Hmm. And um, so I took, I became certified in staging. And I didn't even know there was such a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have some stagers out there that have no certification. But oh. to me, you, you need to be educated. It's yeah. like anything else. So... I do a lot of the, um, I call it like the pre-listing mm -hmm. property, like project management of getting the house ready mm -hmm. for sale. And um, and then Karen, then we come, we get together and we decide on the price of the property. And then Karen's forte, her strength, her, she just knows contracts back and forth. I mean, she could, she could do it in her sleep. So <laughs> yeah. I've learned so much from her. So that is a separation on the listing side. The buyer side, we both go out, we work with clients, we find them properties, we figure out what do they need, how can we get them to their dream home. And then uh, back to the staging yes. real quick. So yeah, I'm it. thinking yes. of my house, and if you came in my house and started saying, well, you know, we need to move this, we need to move that, um, I think I would be really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So how do you delicately... Um, approach that with people, right? Because it's their stuff. Um, you, you, that is the key word. You have to be very delicate about it. Mm -hmm. um, your goal is to let that client know that there is a positive result at the end of this. Oh, that's a, okay. Yeah and, yeah, and you have to be really gentle because it's somebody's life that you're going in and saying, this is your style, this is your life. We want to depersonalize this, show your house, mm -hmm. make your house look as wonderful as possible so as many buyers are attracted to that. Right, and increasing then, that pool, okay. Yeah, and then um, gently... Yeah. Say, well, maybe we'll move, we we need to move this. We need to move that, and then we bring in our own items too. Oh, you have your own yeah, items. Yeah, we do for occupied mm -hmm. staging. Oh, okay. And then okay. if it's a vacant stage, and it's and um, we have a client that wants to have it staged, we use a company. We have a company that will come in. Okay. But it is you're right. It's very very delicate. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is easier to market? Do you think, or what would you prefer, an empty home or one that has items in it? V very. Depends. It, it it well. Yeah, it, it depends on the state of the of the home. Like if the home is there's just you can't do anything to it to make it to bring it to its best, then it's just let it be a vacant. We specialize in occupied and and vacant with furniture in it. it okay, it's it's easier for a buyer to visualize how they can live in that property. Okay. It's it's in square footage always looks bigger with furniture right, in there right. too. Um, so. Mm -hmm. So new construction, that might be a little tricky, right? Because everyone would look at, what were you going to say? But there's showrooms. I oh, mean, you have okay. your... Um, yeah, the model homes. The model the home model, show. Uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh. the model. But yeah. that's always like the prettiest, right? Yeah. And then you look in something that maybe you're going to buy. But you're buying a dream. Yeah, that's a good way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that helps you visualize what your dream can be. Right, mm -hmm. right. And then on what you do, mm -hmm. Karen, so from the start to the finish, what what is your so, plan? So really, when you're, the first thing you need to do, whether you're helping somebody buy a house or sell a house, is figure out what the value, what the market value is of the mm -hmm. home. And so that's the analytical approach mm -hmm. that I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, pricing is, is where everything starts. doesn't matter how beautiful it is, what location it is. If you're not priced right, mm -hmm. 
it's not going to get the the mm-hmm. the traffic. Mm-hmm. So we like to say you need to find the Goldilocks number, not too high, not too low, but just right. I would struggle with that, to so. be honest. That would be, I, I feel like um, people always say, well, Zillow says this. Mm-hmm. So how do you uh-huh. uh, approach that? <laughs> so, so first of all, you have to get all the specifics of the home. You know, it's, it's always best if we're able to go in the home and view it so we really okay. know kind of what condition the home is in. Mm-hmm. And then we will... Um, pull comparable properties. Um, if it's it's a neighborhood that we farm or we sell a lot in, we will go and look at the houses when they first go on the market. Even if we don't have a buyer or a seller at the moment, we'll go and look at those properties. So we know, and we'll take pictures when okay. we're in there. Because we know as real estate agents, pictures can be so deceiving. Right. Um, so we'll take pictures, we'll make notes. And then when we're working with a, a seller that's thinking about selling, we can say, well, this house really, it, this is why it is maybe not as good as your house or maybe mm-hmm. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and then we can figure out where, where do you fall? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's not, it, again, you got to be delicate, right? Cause yeah. a lot of people think that their house is mm-hmm. better than everybody else's, but um, looking at the pictures and looking at the square footage and, you know, bringing it down to the nuts and bolts, a lot of times people will come up to the price that mm-hmm. that we have come up with. You right. know, it's just, it's kind of showing them and, and having them lead the way too sometimes. So well, I was going to ask on the price. So if you um, have someone who um, says, well, I need to get this because I have a first mortgage and then I have a second mortgage and then I have a tax lien. Um, so... Have you ever had to tell someone, we're just not going to be able to sell it for that then? Um, or how do you handle that? So if you've had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so when I first started in the business was in 06. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, when the market crashed, um, I would go in and sit down with people. And that was their attitude. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I need this for my house. And unfortunately, you know, I can make people cry because what they could sell their house for and what they thought they Mm. had to sell their house for was way, way different. Um, you know, at the time, you know, I, I would do short sales because Hmm. that was the only way to sell. Yep. Are you seeing any of that now? Not to interrupt. No, okay, no, no, not really. Cause there's, that's a whole nother story. Um, but uh, so the main thing is, is that you have to get people to come to a p- position that peop- you're not going to overpay for mm-hmm. a property, right? Mm-hmm. So y- you got to figure out what is the market willing to pay. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so what you think you need to get out of the house may be not reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we say to our clients, we will tell you what you need to hear, not mm-hmm. always necessarily what you want to hear. Right. Because if you always have somebody that tells you what you want to hear, you'll have bad results. Right. You're not going to, you know, mm-hmm. reach your goals. Mm-hmm. So um, we always do a net seller at the beginning mm-hmm. so they get an idea of what they can walk away from the table with, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really important, especially, you know, s- sellers are buyers. Yes. Right, so a lot right. of times mm-hmm. before they even go to you, yeah. they need to know if I sell my house, how much money are we going to have to work with mm-hmm. as far as a down payment right. is concerned. So how do you, um, that would actually be a good question for me to ask an agent because mm-hmm. I always 
when I'm reaching out to agents, I'm told frequently, oh, I only work with sellers. I only do listings. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always thought. Well, isn't your seller going to be a buyer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So why would agents not want to handle all of that for this seller? So how, how do you handle it, that? Maybe in that situation where there, it's the one client, yeah, that's that it's they will work with the seller, then they'll work with them as a buyer. Mm. But you do have agents, yeah, that specialize just strictly in listings and other agents that, you know, strictly work with buyers. I I think working with both, you know how to work with all of them even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've yeah. made that relationship with the seller, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then why would you want to just punt to somebody else well, some people specialize in buyers i mean okay you know that's that's their yeah. forte and that's what they mm-hmm. you know th- they have somebody on their team that they trust and they can pass them over to mm-hmm. that person yeah. we don't do that yeah okay i mean mm-hmm. keller williams you know the mil- millionaire real estate agent book teaches a progression and you don't have to to go to the big teams where you have somebody who's like the the rainmaker and then you have the listing agents mm-hmm. and the buyer specialist and the transaction coordinators and the, you know, uh, you know, you sometimes you have these 10, 20 person teams, right. which run like kind of like a company and everybody mm-hmm. has their specialty. Mm-hmm. So for those kind of, or even not even those 20 person teams, sometimes you have a four or five person team where you have the, the person that does the listings and then mm-hmm. buyers, they have a buyer's agent that deals with buyers. Um, you know, I don't, that's not what we do because yeah. we feel like it's about the whole process. Right. And by working with buyers, you can be a better listing agent and vice versa. Right, right. You got to be able to put on both hats. Mm-hmm. And um, I just had yeah. a thought too on with the sellers. I know in my own neighborhood, if a seller or one of my neighbors is selling, um, I would think that to get to know that buyer even coming in, right? Th- those are that's just more pool of uh, people that now you're adding to your database. So if you can make mm-hmm. it right. a win-win, so now when Mary sells her home or you sell Mary's home and now you're handling Mary's buying experience, well, Mary's still friends with all mm-hmm. of her old neighbors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she can say, oh my gosh, Karen mm-hmm. and Catherine, mm-hmm. they did all of this for me. They mm-hmm. made it seamless, partnered together, and I would highly recommend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a better, yeah. 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 So I'm curious on, I know a lot of uh, different real estate agents, they only do uh, either internet or um, social media. They don't do um, networking groups. And I know, Karen, we met at Gwinnett Chamber back Mm -hmm. in the day. And Catherine, Karen, we both do, or we all do a Women Wine Wednesdays, which is a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um, once a month. And what is your, um, I guess, just to tell other agents or um, what your take is on you do it all, right? I mean, you do still mm-hmm. keeping in contact with your with your customers. Mm-hmm. You do your networking. Um, actually, Karen, you were president of the NAMAR, so I'll stop and let you <laughs> address some of those questions. So I love networking. I okay. really, I, I think it's so important to have kind of your, your go-to sphere of yeah. people that... Um, so if we're working with a client that needs to, you know, painting or, you know, whatever, I've got a guy. Yeah. You know, I've got somebody that mm-hmm. can help you. Um, so we're resources to our clients. Yes. But, you know, the thing about if you network correctly, mm. you can create a little black book 
And those people that are in your book end up being your salespeople. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because Mm -hmm. um, maybe Susie down the street wants to sell her a house. Well, great. Awesome. But what's even better is the Susie down the street that's an estate attorney that has all these clients that need to probate Mm -hmm. their properties and they need an agent to sell. So that's Mm -hmm. even, you know, a a larger pool of potential clients. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's important. So good. And Catherine, do you have y- yeah, your thoughts? Um, it, it, yeah, I started doing networking when I um, came on board with Karen. Um, and it can be scary sometimes if you're if mm-hmm. you're first starting out, like you're walking in there. I've got to talk to strangers, how, you know. And you realize everybody feels the same way. Everybody's mm-hmm. just getting to know each other. And for me, I have what's known as it's a senior's real estate designation. It's a, it's a, it's a specification of working with 55-plus individuals. Well, we both belong to the Gwinnett Senior Provider Network. Okay. And you have this whole group of vendors that can help you when you're dealing with a client who is um, downsizing, moving to a retirement community. And it's through that networking that you're, you know, you're getting to know them. You're doing, as Karen likes to say, a one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And it only helps you when you go to having to help this client. Mm-hmm. And if you're not networking, you don't know these things exist and these vendors right. exist. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I met you yeah. through the mm-hmm. our Duluth group, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking with the seniors, because that seems to be the new mm-hmm. favorite uh, tag, right? I'm a senior helper or senior. Right, because the boomer generation I didn't, yeah, is Yeah, I didn't so realize large. that you yeah. had uh, designations yeah, that you could yeah. get. There's, okay. Yeah, there's education designation. Mm-hmm. And when you're when you're working with somebody who um, is is moving from, you know, what it, their home, I mean, you're dealing, you, you have to find them estate sale companies. You have to find wow, them. Wow, it's a lot. Yeah, think of vendors, handyman mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. the place ready. Um, there might be attorneys that they need because they're trying to set up their estate. I mean, there's this whole slew of people that you need to help a seller, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We just don't go, hey, we're going to put your house on the market, and that's the end of it. No, there's all this additional mm-hmm. planning mm-hmm. and their needs that we try to satisfy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, with your vendors, so do you, um, I guess, just how many, or what are, I know certainly your, your painters, and one of the things that um, I don't see a lot, but when I do, agents are always asking a structural engineer, mm-hmm. So, um, have you, one. do you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got structural engineers. We've got water, mm-hmm. um, uh, any issues with, if we have an inspection and there's an issue with the crawl space, um, oh. or any water intrusion, we have somebody that yeah. we've worked with and yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, with different counties or in the territories, what is your sweet spot as far as area that you like to work? <laughs> So, I mean, we live and work in Gwinnett. Yeah. Um, but I think our sweet spot is like um, 85, 316 over to 400. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the Lawrenceville, Buford, Swanee, Norcross. But we also go north towards Flowery Branch and Jefferson. You Brazelton, know, we, we do. yeah. But there's some places that we don't go because that would be, you know, we, we may not be a member of that MLS. We, right. You know, we don't know the agents there. We don't have that kind mm-hmm. of um, uh, skills that we can bring to mm-hmm. the client. So, right. but mm-hmm. we know because of our affiliation with Neymar and the Georgia Association of Realtors, where you know I was president of Neymar two years ago, 
but Catherine is the current treasurer this okay. year. Yeah. Okay. So we both I should have known that. Involved. I'm sorry. That's okay. I didn't put it in there. <laughs> We're both involved at the state level. Um, and, and with BNI, I know agents all over the country. Wow. So if okay. somebody is looking to make a move or, or sell a property and it's not in our designated area, we've got, we know somebody. Right. Or we know somebody who knows somebody mm-hmm. that is really good mm-hmm. that's going to take care of you. So yeah. So we can always refer it out to Yeah, we've agent. referred out, um, have people in New York. Okay. I'm from Albany, New York originally, yeah. and um, I'll get calls. You know, mm-hmm. Kathy, I, I want to sell my house up here. Mm-hmm. Can you find me an agent? So, sure, we, we, we'll find you an agent to sell your house in Albany, New York. Okay. And we've gone to Hartwell, Georgia. We sold property in Hartwell, okay. Fayetteville. We, we will only do that for, for um, I would say, a really solid, solid Right clients because there's like Karen said there's a there's a lot of traveling there's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah but yeah well good mm -hmm. yeah on um I know so Neymar just to uh, Karen can you say what does that stand for (laughs) because some people may not know that Metro Atlanta Association of Realtors okay and how many members Mm -hmm. are there so there's over six thousand members oh my gosh Mm -hmm. okay wow so it's 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 a lot of agents um and then we are also board members of the Georgia Association of Realtors. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So at the okay. state level, we're getting ready for a conference in mm-hmm. February huh. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which wow. is not normally in Atlanta. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. This year, so you, so. you two really are just exceptional, I have to say, because oh. for me, um, I've, you know, 30 years in the business, I've met a lot of real estate agents. Um, some, let's put it this way, they're uh, not involved in anything except their own, what's in front of mm-hmm. me, my business. Um, some are involved in the Neymar different organizations, but then they're not really uh, focusing on their own business. So you, to be able to do all of it and to still um, want to just continue to get better, um, I have to tell you, it's very mm-hmm. impressive. <laughs> very impressive. It. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So, Catherine, yes. what are the <laughs> colors? You know, I'm just back so curious. The, yeah, because no, I'm back to like decorating. Yeah, and I just want to yeah. clarify that um, there's a difference between staging and decorating. So, what I might recommend as a trend for decorating is not necessarily for staging. I well, say, tell us both then. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I would love okay. to know both. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm smiling. Yeah. My go so this color for my walls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with wallpaper, really cute in the. Um, in the I call half bath a jewel box. You can have fun in there. If my go-to color, if if I'm listing a property and um, the seller has a lot of colors all over, it's just it's it's like a grayish. It's it's more beige. Gray is out. It's cold. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. So I thought gray too would be like commercial spaces. Y- more. You saw it a yeah. lot with the builders. Yeah. I yeah. think it came from California originally. The builders mm-hmm. don't hold me to that, but um, so it it got very pronounced here too. Hmm. Um, so I like a soft beige on the walls. That okay. way you're not seeing just the walls but also but jewel tones are are back in a lot mm. of the natural colors um, 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 so for for staging I can work with those we'll just downplay anything else that's around that's mm. kind of taking over um, but there's more getting back to more of not minimalism is kind of going to the wayside really and a nice comfy warm environment okay it's coming in um it's funny because some you read some of these things and they say white kitchens are out and i still like for sale i like mm. white cabinets because okay. you can do a lot with them but mm-hmm. they're saying like white countertops white tiles backsplash that's kind of going to the wayside also but hmm. i like white okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh what is your i guess karen do you do anything with 
the colors at all? Or do you ever I, look at Catherine actually, and say... I ask Catherine, what should I do? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's definitely got, got the touch. Um, right. But... Karen's I, learned, yeah. I have she, learned yeah, a lot. She, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've mm-hmm. come. Um, but so my husband and I are looking at houses, mm-hmm. and I've noticed there's a lot of navy now. Yes. Oh, actual okay. Actual tones. Okay, yeah. okay. I was going to ask you, what are the jewel tones? I didn't want to embarrass yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, the, the purples, the blues, the greens, oh. the richer, the, yeah, the yeah. richer. But, okay. But in some, and in, in even in some places, your, your whole room is one color, too. So even the ceiling, uh-huh. right? Okay, uh-huh. a lot I have seen a that. A lot yeah. of the... Um, uh, uh, fancy woodworking, you know, the wainscoting, uh-huh. you know, that's very popular now, too. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what I had in my house in Lilburn. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Do they paint that or just leave it natural? You paint it. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. How about the floors? What's, uh... Um, the floors you still see, hardwoods are really... That's that's the go-to. Okay, yeah. still timeless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, still time. If listen, if you're going to sell your house, I'll tell you this piece of advice: if you have carpeting in your master bath, get it out. We really? Still yes. see that. Okay. Get it out. Get it out. Okay. You don't have to mm-hmm. spend a lot of money on on a replacement, but just get that out. Mm-hmm. Is it important to have your bathroom updated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Karen, still, what are the most important rooms? The oh, yeah. kitchen, kitchen and the master bathroom. Kitchen. If when if. To stage, the most important rooms to stage that make an impression on buyers are the living room or family room, mm. the kitchen, mm-hmm. the master bath, and the master bedroom. Okay. Those are huh. the most, and the entry hall, because hmm. that's your welcoming. Those are the most important. If you're going to do anything, you're going to do those rooms. Okay. So, uh, curious on um, stoves. So, when I look at homes, and I just, you know, whatever, I'm scrolling through entertainment, and I love gas stoves. Oh, yeah. So. What would you do, or how do you, are you able to buy a home that you see it's an electric stove, and can you get a gas stove? Like, what kind of a process is that? Because I just, nope, on to the next. Let Builder answer. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, well, it depends. Mm -hmm. If you have gas to the property, you can potential, like if you have gas heat, mm-hmm. you have gas in the house. So okay. you can have mm-hmm. um, so look a at contractor that. plumber okay. come in okay. and run a gas line, you know, to be able to, to do a, a gas stove or what have you. Um, some places, if there's not gas on the property, you can do propane. Oh. But that's quite costly to, okay. to do that. So, um, so if it's available in the home, usually you can work around it. Mm-hmm. If it's not available... But there, it's kind of interesting. Gas stoves are in the press starting to get a bad, not as good a reputation anymore because they're saying it could lead to, you know, health issues. So, okay. um, I think and, I did hear something about uh, yeah, right, up in New York that they're cooktops, mm-hmm. um, electric cooktops are hmm. um, getting better hmm. at being able to be a little fancier. So. Right. Um, don't necessarily rule out the perfect house because it doesn't have gas. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, you know, it is it is something that, that I personally like as well as the gas cooktop. And mm-hmm. um, But I've, I've looked at houses recently that they just they don't have gas to the house, so okay. it's not an hmm. option. And on the new construction versus resale, um, obviously you've been in a lot of homes. Um, what are you seeing today as far as your... I guess, you know, I don't want to say personal preference because I don't want to hold you to it. But, um, you know, when you're showing someone, is there really big differences between a new construction and a resale? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on what year the resale was, was built. 
Right. Well, let's yeah. say then a 20-year-old resale. That's why it's really because you're up against new construction. That's yeah. which if your resale is competing against that. That's one reason why it's really, really important if you're financially able to, to always update your home. Always do those. Not You don't have to do major renovations, mm-hmm. but update those homes because you're against what Karen is seeing mm-hmm. out there now as she's mm. looking for her home. Yep. Yeah. And you're saying update would be the uh, kitchen and the bath? Uh, just yes, kitchen and kitchen, bath. Yeah. Kitchen, bath, flooring. Um, what we see a, a, a lot is just minor repairs that are let go mm-hmm. and they just become overwhelming wood rot around you know the, the front doors you can't just put paint over that and your home inspector's not going to see that okay it's just constantly look around and say what can i do to improve the value of mm-hmm. the home and what do i need to do for the upkeep of this home right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i know um right now the homeowner's insurance rates are up what was it 70 percent um, well, all insurance rates, mm-hmm. car insurance as well. Um, but that's been a challenge. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I used to quote, mm-hmm. okay, you know, 100 a month, yeah, 1200 a yeah. year, bumped it to 1500 a year. And now, yeah, quotes are coming in all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, you also have to be careful um, when you're showing property. When you first go under contract, um, we tell our, our buyers that they need to reach out to that insurance person early to mm-hmm. make sure there's nothing that that's not been disclosed that's going to affect your insurance premium mm-hmm. right so um because if you know if they had a flood in the basement and or fire it, now of course the seller should always disclose mm. but sometimes they don't mm-hmm. um and you need to know that right. early on mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. because there's lots of things that could affect and it might press you out you might not qualify yeah. anymore mm-hmm. right 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 i had um recently where the home the inspection it looked beautiful this house um and they said they backed out like four days after contract because of windows and electrical and mm-hmm. i was thinking this home was built in 2015 i mean isn't that odd oh, right yeah. yeah yeah so i just thought for an inspector to pick up something like that it had to be pretty pretty significant right i i sold a uh, it was a short sell back mm-hmm. during the recession. It was in Chateau Elan. It was mm. a beautiful home. Um, it wasn't very old, um, maybe four years, five years old. Every window in the house was rotted. Wow. Huh. Because the builder did not caulk a, uh. or flash a single window. Oh, gosh. And they just... Um, See, I wouldn't even think to look for that. <laughs> so ask That's really good. Ta- mm-hmm. ta- Karen... Talk about like the the different levels of inspections for new construction to avoid like that electrical problem. Maybe. Yes, this is mm-hmm. yeah. So um, so when we're working with, so I enjoy, I really enjoy working with buyers buying new construction because mm-hmm. my dad was a builder. Yeah, and I used to walk lots with my dad, and you know his first spec house, I you know swinging a hammer, and um, and it's really important that if you buy a house that is mm-hmm. to be built. Mm-hmm. Um, that you really can do three inspections. People okay, don't think I about did not it. know that. You can do mm. a, a foundation slab inspection. Okay. Um, once they've they've done the the footings and everything for the property to make sure that everything is is as it should be. Now the county comes in and inspects that as mm-hmm. well, but you know you're relying on somebody else yeah. to make sure that things are done right. Mm-hmm. So if you have your own inspector check that. Um, mm. 
then they can flag it before the county inspector comes out. So that kind of helps the builder to make sure that things are, are square right. before mm-hmm. they have the, the real guy come in. Mm-hmm. And then pre-drywall, mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. It, even if you don't do the, the slab inspection, do a pre-drywall inspection. Mm. And go in there when you're doing the inspection, walk it with the builder for the whole time if you can. Okay. And mm-hmm. take pictures of every wall so you know where all the plumbing runs, where mm. all the electrical runs. Okay. So Because once they put that drywall in, mm. you're never going to see that again. Right, right. You know, you mm-hmm. won't know that there's, mm-hmm. you know, a, a pipe in this wall. And you might, mm-hmm. you know, hang a picture wow. and go yeah. through right, right through a pipe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's mm-hmm. the huge benefit of being able to build new construction. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever had anybody with new construction. Well, I had one get an inspection. But other than that, I don't ever. Oh my gosh! We always see recommend. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and mm-hmm. and then and then the of course the final inspection. However, that pre drywall. If you if you do no no other, you got to do the pre drywall. Yeah. Because I've our inspectors always find something pre drywall hmm. always, hmm. and they find stuff that the county may have not found. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, once that drywall goes in, you're never going to see it again. Right. So um, this has been wonderful, by the way. <laughs> Just thank you so much for, for coming on. Um, so, again, I love you guys or girls. Um, and <laughs> so, but give us, um, I guess, just, you know, kind of as together, why would someone instead of, like you say, these big teams? I know we talked or I talked before um, we even started our show about transaction coordinators and the fact that you do this yourself you work together so uh, give the listeners why they should work with you um, as opposed to these big teams I guess what would be your number one thing you would want our viewers to know well we take care of our people we take care of our people if Karen's not available I'm available if I'm not available Karen's available that we is know important. what's going on with each transaction mm-hmm. And we take care of both sides of the transaction. For working with a, a seller, we make sure that we are responsive to the buyer's agent. We're communicating. We're communicating with you if you were the lender on mm-hmm. the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, the attorneys, we're just proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yourselves are the ones reaching out to all of the vendors. And uh, for me, for example, right. I don't have to say, okay, you've punted it to Mary, and she's the one who's going to be bothering me every 10 minutes. Okay. Is well, we, this in? You're do, the one. We do have a Robin. We, we do have a transaction mm-hmm. coordinator. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really the pa- the paper pusher. Got it. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, okay. Um, you need that person to kind of mm-hmm. keep, keep up, help keep us. Right. Everybody, you know, it's it's more eyes on the prize. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Um, okay. But I do think that we have... Um, we all know what's going on. Yeah, it, the yeah. transaction mm-hmm. coordinator's not in their little world. Right. We sometimes are calling them saying, "You need to check this. You, you haven't done this yet." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, just because you know, it depends on the client. We've had clients before that I know they're going to call and and start wiring money a week ahead of time. So yes. we've got to be mm-hmm. even earlier than normal right. with this, this client. So, yeah. but uh, you know. We handle the important stuff, all the yep. negotiations, working with the vendor, showing up at the inspections. We mm-hmm. are there. Yeah, we're yeah. holding their hands. I mean, we're not picking for them who to use, yep. but we have people to recommend, and then they get to choose mm-hmm. who they want to yep. use. Mm-hmm. Well, 
that is the number one thing. I think the fact that you're there mm -hmm. and especially for the inspections, because mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I'll hear, well, the inspection scheduled and they're not, there's nobody there, just the inspector. Yeah, <laughs> we've, When I hear that. Yeah. 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 If we have, a, especially if we have a listing and we know the inspections taking place. Oh, is your, you know, is the buyer's agent? Are you going? Oh no, no, no. I'm right. going to be there. Like, yep. No, we're always there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For so for our listeners, um, mm -hmm. we're about ready to wrap up our mm -hmm. show. So Thank if you, you can give um, your contact information, name and uh, phone number again and uh, email, and then we'll also put it for oh, our great. viewers. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm Karen Amadon, and our team email is team at atlantahomeshop.com. And my cell number is 678-523-3581. And Catherine Brown. And again, it's team at atlantahomeshop.com. And my cell phone is 770-845-3420. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I am the host, Katrina <laughs> Luchasano. I'm with Silverton Mortgage. And I'm so happy that you were on with me. Um, if anybody has any mortgage-related questions, please reach out to me. I am at 678-778-6858. And my email is katrina.luchasano, L-U-C-I-S-A-N-O, at silvertonmortgage.com. So thank you again. This has been thank a wonderful you. show. Thank I'm so you. excited to mm -hmm. do some business with you this year. This is awesome. So yes. have yeah. a great day, everyone. You thank too. you. Thank, thank you. you.